Hi everyone. You have just tapped on the Caffeinated Life podcast. Welcome back. It is lockdown day 48 as of today, 8th of May 2020. The year that I feel nobody is going to forget. Now, as we know the gyms are closed and the fitness institutes as well. Online classes are available. for workouts but i feel that home workouts they need 10 times more motivation right now see i was very good at doing my home workouts for the initial 2 weeks personally but some days there's a slump and it's working out is the last thing that i want to do especially when your routine is all erratic and uh, you're confined to the same four walls every day We can definitely go on walks in the vicinity, but it's not as effective. I feel the fresh air is the best part, but the wind it doesn't take away our calories. So in this scenario, while many things are beyond our control right now, the way we choose to eat really isn't. It is excusable to pick up a few indulgences once in a while, but overindulging isn't. So you must be thinking, what kind of diet should we follow? How can we curb our cravings, and how can we stay healthy during the lockdown? I have been on this routine of intermittent fasting for the past two weeks. I know it's not very long, but I'm convinced that now may be the best time to practice intermittent fasting, especially so that you can still fit into your favorite skinny jeans when all of this craziness ends. So intermittent fasting, or some people call it time-restricted feeding, I'm sure you must have heard of it because it is pretty much trending right now. But don't consider it as a fad diet. You know those diets that are popular for a time and then they fade away, like uh, the tomato diet, the liquid diet, or the smoothie diet and the detox tea diet. Those are fad diets. and these fad diets they are more focused on restricting calories but intermittent fasting is more of a lifestyle change it is mainly focused on your pattern of eating or it emphasizes more on altering the time frame in which you eat now see as a taurus i am very diligent in following rules i like to set some rules for myself and it is how i function the best but for others this may feel very restrictive and some may feel like they are wobbling on a tight rope but believe me the reward that you get is worth it there have been numerous studies done about intermittent fasting and its health benefits and there are many categories of this intermittent fasting i think around 16 or so but there are four main or the most popular ones that i'll be discussing with you all So see out of the four the first two types which is the 5:2 and eat stop eat these two are not very sustainable for me i cannot do these two maybe you can so you have to choose what suits you the best and the other two types they are feasible and they are it's more likely that you will be able to do those two so the first one is 5:2 kind of intermittent fasting it is a fast diet in which you can eat normally for 5 days and for the other 2 days you have to restrict your calories to 500 or 600 calories the second one is eat stop eat in which it involves uh, a 24 hour fast for one or two days and the remaining 5 to 6 days of the week you can eat normally now the third or the most popular one it is the 16 is to 8 kind of intermittent fasting in this you are allowed to eat for 8 hours in a day 
and you have to be fasting for the remaining 16 hours daily it sounds very daunting but it isn't it's pretty easy to do once you get the hang of it and lastly the easiest one is 12 is to 12 in which you can eat within a 12 hour window and you have to be fasting for the other hours of the day daily like say if you eat your first meal at 7 or 8 a.m in the morning which is your breakfast then your last meal your dinner cannot be at 11 p.m it should be the latest you have to eat your dinner by 7 or 8 p.m now as i said earlier intermittent fasting isn't something new it is not a new concept it is actually a very primordial way of eating Our hindu literature and scriptures may be mentioned as in people used to fast or in fact some people still do practice fasting and some others think of it as an unscientific ritual to please god but fasting ke piche bhi ek science hai our ancestors used to do it they did perfectly fine in fact they even lived for longer actually coming back to us uh, there are two false notions i would like to address first the first one is that many people think that fasting means that there will be dropped energy levels or you will feel fatigue throughout the day but i i feel it couldn't be further from the truth people who fast regularly and properly they feel amazing i certainly do initially you might feel a little low but over time you get used to it intermittent fasting it has shown to have really great health benefits but i agree definitely it is not for everyone especially those who have any existing medical conditions or underlying medical diseases they need to consult experts first before you decide to do intermittent fasting and the second false notion perhaps it's much of a nutritional dogma that breakfast is the most important meal of the day or that you can you have to keep snacking in between your meals to increase your metabolism that concept is pretty much outdated now and the notion that exercise more eat less it was very ineffective for me when i was trying to lose a few kilos as they say that fitness is 80% of diet and 20% of exercise you need to strike a balance between the two in fact there is a scientific statement by american heart association that your meal timing and your meal frequency they are really important for longevity and health so the bottom line here is timing now we as humans we are also diurnal we are awake during the day and we sleep at night there is a certain circadian clock or an internal biological clock within us there is a master clock somewhere in our brain particularly or medically speaking it is the suprachiasmatic nucleus and there are many other peripheral clocks in our organs that are regulated by external cues such as food but the master clock it is mainly regulated by light it gives us a sense of time that when is it daytime and nighttime now there was a lot of research done by many scientists for years to find what exactly is this clock and where is this light receptor present because he surprisingly this light receptor that gives us sense of time it is active in blind people but it is not active in those who have lost their vision or those who have lost their eyes because of some disease so after much sweat and blood the scientists they found that this special light receptor it is present within our eyes and it is actually medically speaking it's called as melanopsin receptors now you must be thinking why am i discussing all this and why am i using these fancy terms and all and how is it related to our fasting so see in simple words they say that 
health lies within a healthy circadian rhythm every gene in our genome every enzyme every hormone every chemical in our body and and every organ in our body it works on a clock these hormones chemicals and enzymes they rise and fall at different times of the day our organs especially the digestive system the liver stomach and gut they work their best or they have their peak activity at certain hours of the day because see ultimately we are not machines or actually even machines they heat up after a time and they need to be shut down वैसे ही our digestive system our body needs to rest and rejuvenate if our internal biological clocks are abused our health is ultimately going to get affected and we might become more susceptible to chronic illnesses because they have see continuous eating it overtaxes our digestive system from the very first thing you consume in the morning anything except water even your black tea or coffee it starts a chain of metabolic reactions and there are enzymes which are activated but they are on a clock uh, they have a maximum 12 hour window in which they can work the best but if you go well beyond this 12 hour window these enzyme will not be able to perform or metabolize well there will be a lag and our metabolism it actually works like traffic signal see when you are driving you have to obey the traffic rules the red yellow and green light just like that when you are eating you have to obey certain rules because your liver gut per se it cannot keep metabolizing efficiently throughout the day so it is smarter if you eat at the right time eat your meals when your liver and other enzymes they can process the food the best when they are best able to regulate blood sugar oxidize fat build up muscle mass and get rid of toxins of course the quality of food also matters and so does the quantity of food that you eat you should not overeat in your 8 hour feeding window you cannot treat that those 8 hours as a cheat meal and we cannot keep piling up and just act oblivious to the end result don't be i'm not saying that you have to be very strict with yourself be gentle with yourself but eat smartly so now coming to the health benefits of intermittent fasting why should you do it now i remember this as a code that is miami in which m stands for increased muscle mass i stands for immunity and insulin sensitivity a stands for autophagy m stands for metabolism and i stands for intermittent fasting and overall there is improved longevity for sure now see i haven't included weight loss as one of the benefits because see it is the reward that everyone is looking for without thinking twice people would do any kind of fat diet and it is easier to lose weight with those fat diets but maintaining the desirable weight that is the key because persistent calorie restriction roz roz kitne din chal sakta hai it doesn't work long time and ultimately there it creates a hormonal havoc in which if uh, see there are two important hunger hormones in our body which is leptin and ghrelin now if you are restricting your calories for a prolonged period of time ultimately one of the hormones it goes bonkers it it will just shoot up and it will rise and you will just end up having intense hunger cravings and you might just you know break your diet and you might give up and you know just start eating like you used to or you might even end up overeating so in order to avoid that hormonal havoc scientists say that you have to find an a healthier lifestyle and surprisingly in intermittent fasting they have seen that the hunger hormone which is ghrelin 
it has been actually found to go down eventually and there is this other hormone which is the uh, human growth hormone that goes up and it pulses you can also call it the superhero hormone because when you are fasting there is an increase in human growth hormone up to five folds actually and when its stocks are high it helps in breakdown or oxidation of fat it helps in lowering your cholesterol and it will improve or it will increase your lean muscle mass uh, let me briefly explain you the fasting physiology so what happens is when you eat food it gets broken down the carbohydrates they provide sugar and glucose and this is then transported in the blood and it is stored in the cells of your body which helps providing energy to us and now whatever excess glucose that is present it is stored in two places in a special form it is stored as glycogen in our liver and in our muscles so we have liver glycogen and muscle glycogen now when you are fasting what happens is first your body utilizes the muscle glycogen and when your muscle glycogen stores are depleted like say up to 70 to 80% of muscle glycogens have been used up then your body starts utilizing the liver glycogen now what will happen is agar aapko fasting karte karte 12 hours ho gaye then eventually even the liver glycogen will start running out then your body will receive a signal and it will start a different process to generate energy now your body will start utilizing fats it will start oxidizing fat to keep the blood glucose level normal after oxidation of fat there are these ketone bodies that are formed they are excellent source of energy and they even act as signaling molecules in our body so what i'm trying to say is that it takes approximately 10 to 12 hours for fatty oxidation to begin so your body technically it never stops making the energy or the energy currency which is atp it will use some source or the other to generate energy see now you shouldn't go overboard and continue fasting for 15 hours that is also harmful my message here is that you have to eat at the right time now coming to another interesting thing about human growth hormone it also helps in increasing the insulin sensitivity now insulin is a fat storing hormone insulin sensitivity matlab the insulin receptors in your body they are sensitive and insulin which is this hormone they can bind to these receptors now again back to the basics when we eat food our blood sugar level rises it sends a signal to our pancreas and they start releasing insulin now this insulin that is released it will bind to insulin receptors aur ye receptors hamare body mein har jagah hain at many places isse there will be a movement of glucose so that they are stored and our blood sugar level becomes normal people who are insulin resistant yahan jo diabetics hai in these people they have insulin receptors ya to wo insulin receptors low hai ya to wo faulty hai jiski wajah se glucose transport theek se nahi hota hai and what happens is blood mein sugar ka level high ho jata hai ya fir insulin theek se secrete nahi ho pata hai from the pancreas jisse the same thing happens the glucose isn't transported and it is not stored properly so our blood sugar level rises 
so what i'm trying to say is that insulin sensitivity is really important it is highest in the earlier part of the day in the first half of the day your body is extremely insulin sensitive it can release insulin the insulin can bind to the receptors and it can properly transport and store glucose as the day passes you become less and less insulin sensitive so eating your chips at midnight it will not be a good idea after all because what happens is when you're eating chips at midnight your body will definitely send a signal to release insulin insulin will be released but the insulin receptors they are not sensitive at the later part of the day so insulin will not be able to bind to any receptor which will ultimately cause increased level of insulin in our body this might sound very confusing and it is actually very confusing because see insulin is a fat storing hormone aapka jitna insulin zyada hoga utna fat storage badhega so fasting ultimately improves insulin sensitivity now the next important thing jiski discovery se intermittent fasting has got all the fame that it has right now it is autophagy it is a term or a discovery that has been awarded a nobel prize now autophagy it is a form of cell or body repair it means your body is in a self cleansing mode it is eating up all the dead cells and it is getting rid of all the toxins which is ultimately going to improve your immunity overall you can also think of it as recycling now it might sound very surprising to you but fasting can change gene expression and it can stimulate the super process of autophagy and cell repair moreover fasting say there are certain inflammatory markers studies have shown that intermittent fasting can cause reduction in these inflammatory markers and guys see inflammation is the leading cause of every disease anything that we can do to reduce inflammation the more we can do that the better it is for our health Now another fascinating aspect of intermittent fasting is anti-aging. Now every day our bodies are under oxidative stress. There are free radicals, these bad guys that are produced from essential metabolic processes every day. and even from the external sources like sunlight air pollution smoking and on now ye jo free radicals hai they are highly unstable and they are very reactive they do not like to be alone they like to be paired now to become paired they go on attacking and scavenging important molecules in our body such as protein dna lipids and on ultimately they cause cell damage and they cause nuisance and aging so free radicals equals aging and antioxidants equals anti-aging because these antioxidants they help neutralize these free radicals we want as less of these free radicals as possible and studies have shown that interestingly during intermittent fasting there is reduced oxidative stress because during intermittent fasting there is less metabolic load on your body there is less free radicals okay so it's a win-win situation now coming to our brain brain mein there is a important factor that is bdnf now bdnf it stands for brain derived neurotropic factor it is basically like a brain fertilizer now what happens is intermittent fasting it helps produce more of this factor just like exercising so you can say that fasting and exercising it is a one big holistic package and these are not some short term findings or results please remember that The next thing is our gut. Our gut has a very diverse population of microbes you can say. And you guessed it right, intermittent fasting it helps improve this diversity of microbes. Just like our liver, our gut also has a clock. 
it allows certain set of bacterias to flourish and nourish and other set of bacterias they remain latent or quiescent during fasting now during the fasting phase and eating phase there are different sets of bacterias that are working and blooming and resting so intermittent fasting it basically allows these bacterias to cohabit in our gut because see, we need different players to do different work throughout the day तो जितना गट में डाइवर्सिटी होगा उतना हमारे लिए अच्छा है दैट इज़ वाई सम पीपल इवन टेक प्रोबायोटिक्स कार्ब्स एंड बाइल एसिड्स दे आर बेटर मैनेज्ड बोथ इन द गट एज वेल एज इन द लिवर ड्यूरिंग इंटरमीडियंट फास्टिंग नाउ यू मस्ट बी थिंकिंग व्हाट अबाउट कार्ब्स सो सी देर आर टू बेसिक कार्ब्स इन अ बॉडी द सिंपल एंड द कॉम्प्लेक्स कार्ब्स कॉम्प्लेक्स कार्ब्स अच्छे होते हैं सुनने में कॉम्प्लेक्स अच्छा नहीं लगता है बट कॉम्प्लेक्स कार्ब्स दे आर फूड दैट प्रोवाइड विटामिन मिनरल्स एंड फाइबर्स एंड ऑल दीज आर इम्पॉर्टेंट टू आर हेल्थ बट सिंपल कार्ब्स आपको लगता होगा दैट सिंपल कार्ब्स कुड बी गुड बट एक्चुअली सिंपल कार्ब्स दीज आर रिफाइंड शुगर्स दे आर रबिश दे डो नॉट प्रोवाइड एनी इम्पॉर्टेंट न्यूट्रिशनल वैल्यू सो दीज सिंपल कार्ब्स दे आर ऑफन कॉल्ड एज एम टी कैलरीज सो नॉर्मली वॉट हैपन्स इज आर गट इट एंड अप ऑब्जॉर्बिंग दीज एम टी सिंपल कार्ब्स यूजली हमारे अपर इंटेस्टाइन में दीज सिंपल कार्ब्स दे आर ऑब्जॉर्ब बट सम स्टडीज वर डन ऑन माइस हु आर ऑन टाइम रेस्ट्रिक्टेड फीड and it was shown that the mice it could convert complex carbs to simple carbs and then these simple carbs they were not absorbed by the gut when they were on time restricted feeding they were eventually pooped out they were excreted out of your body so you see it is quite surprising how intermittent fasting helps in doing that if our gut microbiome is ever thrown off then it leads to obesity now if you noticed i used this term time restricted feeding you must be wondering is time restricted feeding or uh, intermittent fasting are they both the same or do they overlap see they somewhat overlap but they are definitely not same as calorie restricted they are little different so see intermittent fasting may it may or may not involve calorie restriction depending upon the type of fasting if it is extreme kind of fasting like the every other day kind of fasting then it will ultimately impose calorie restriction but in time restricted feeding it definitely does not involve calorie restriction jo daily calories requirement hote hain ek individual ke you have to consume those and it just means that you are eating during a specific time window the whole purpose of using this word time restricted feeding is so that the word fasting is not used because it is daunting to some feeding this is a word that people can have somewhat of a positive attitude towards so you have to trick your brain into thinking that yes i have 8 hours of feeding i can do it it's pretty awesome rather than thinking and sulking that oh i have to be fasting for 16 hours see ultimately you have to do what suits you the best that you can endure the best and you can sustain the best start easy peasy start with the 12 is to 12 ratio especially the working people or you can do the 16 is to 8 ratio for only 3 days in a week choose what you can do for a longer period of time depending upon your lifestyle and your work environment personal medical history you know what works best for you remember intermittent fasting is not a license to go crazy or to overeat during your 8 hour period don't treat it as cheat meals eat healthy stay healthy 
and if you have some time in your hands then i would suggest please go ahead and read about it online i will suggest two specific doctors that you can look up online one is dr sachin panda and the second one is dr ronda patrick and if you want then you can also download one app uh, the zero app which can uh, which is based on this concept of intermittent fasting and it it is a simple well executed app that can help you get started with an intermittent fasting thank you so much for listening today's episode take care bye bye